0: Hi, welcome back to It's Child's Play with Diane and Bruna. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> so, Sleepy Hollow, It's Child's Play. We're expanding, which is what this episode's all about. And we'll talk a little bit about where we're expanding into. We've got four new units opening within between now and the end of the year, um, and we're also expanding a couple of our existing units. So we'll we talk are, a wee hmm. bit about how do we decide when it's right to expand, how do we actually go about expanding, how does the process start. Um, But we'll tell you a little bit about the units first and foremost that we're expanding into. First one is Cologne Primary School in Lisburn. We've been running Breakfast Club there for a while, uh-huh. haven't we? Yeah, from Good. June and it's going well, it's going really well. and um, so
1: it was great we sort of trialed it in to see how it would go and um, numbers are coming in really, really thick and fast for September. So I know we have been sending emails out to people to say that if you do need us, you know, please, because spaces are filling up quickly. We always when we go into a new unit we'll only sort of start off with sixteen and this gives us an opportunity to sort of get to really know the children, sort of get to know how the school works. Um so that and then we expand the numbers after we settle in for a few months so yeah so if you do need us make sure you've got your phones in um our next school that we're opening up is our lady queen of peace of in Mary, and um, they have been running their own um after school's program for over 10 years um, yeah. in school um but they have decided now that um
0: they okay, would like to have it. Away. They want to fall in line so, and, with the and, Yeah, so we'll yeah. followed as registration. Obviously, there's been, there's obviously huge advantages to schools doing uh, yes. wraparound care mm-hmm. and schools, and a lot of schools do start off by doing it themselves. and yes.
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: First and foremost, I suppose we would say uh, we follow things by the book and strictly do under yeah. the Children's Order. Anything over two hours um, that you're being charged for, but for childcare is deemed child care and under the Children's Order, it is meant to be. Uh, registered, registered with Health Act. and Social mm-hmm. Care Trust, so um, there w- there will at some stage be a drive in that. We know actually, of a school that's had a visit very recently and um, from social services about not being registered, and that is the right thing to do. I mean, parents wouldn't choose to send their child to an unregistered childminder, mm-hmm. so it's actually no difference if you're doing you know, sending your child to school. Uh, where the childcare is unregistered we work on a, on a ratio of one to eight with staff even if we only had 12 children and we must have two staff present yes. yep. at all mm-hmm. times even if we only had four children and we needed two staff present even one yeah <laughs> so um the benefit of being registered <laughs> is that we obviously have to follow the regulations and we are inspected every year um, by health and social services and parents can avail of a lot of assistance through choosing registered childcare, they get they can all parents can avail of tax-free childcare. Parents can also, if you're still registered with um the childcare voucher scheme, their, their savings to be made there. Some of our parents choose to go back into full-time education and get childcare grants fully paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of different means. Yeah, we sorry. usually signpost parents mm-hmm. to employers for childcare who will give parents um all the advice that they can with regards to. Uh, what they're entitled to claiming um, towards childcare costs. And one of the things, of course, we do is we lobby at quite a high level with regards to to childcare costs and trying to drive those down. Mm -hmm. So Our Lady Queen of Peace is one of those examples where the principals and the Board of Governors have taken their responsibility very seriously and realised, look, um, we have been doing this for 10 years we haven't been registered, but we want to fall in line going forward with childcare registration. Plus, you have to remember that schools are primarily educating children and they're doing sterling work doing that. And our regulations are so, so different. The care regulations and the education regulations are very, very different. So it certainly takes a burden off school. And for us, you know, our corporate responsibility that we talked about in our last episode is Really important to us, so schools are not losing out by having us in because we pay you know a child care, a rent back into the school, which still goes back into the school estate. And parents are able to advertise that they full wraparound care in schools. And we find year on year, Bruno, don't we, at the primary one induction mm-hmm. days, that's the first thing that parents that's are asking, asking for.
1: for. Yeah, parents need it. And I suppose in the world and the society we live in
0: now, it is you
1: know. But generally both parents are out working full time and they do the the need it. they are looking the yeah. breakfast club, they're looking for after schools and um so we're there to fill the gap. Yeah, up. we're there to fill the gap. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Um the but our third school that we're opening. Dublin. We're going to Dublin, we're very excited. Um so yeah, I'm doing a wee bit of Dublin you yeah, were You were you were you to be like a little bit of very excited. Um, so, yeah, a little bit about you little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit and a little
0: of a little bit of a about of Dublin, and that'll be happening sort of just after Halloween. the Halloween break. Yeah, so. yeah. And that'll be our first school and we'll you know it'll be a learning curve for us because we're working under different standards, different regulations. One of the beautiful things there is that and um, there is a national childcare scheme and parents will be able to be able to help and we're looking forward to being one of the first settings opened underneath that. It um the, it comes into service on the nineteenth of October, and we will certainly be probably one of the first after schools in Ireland registered. You know, after that scheme has gone live, so we're we're yes, really we're excited, excited and excited that. about our partnership and branching out. Um, we've been down at Dublin on quite a few events recently. The most recent one being in Dublin Castle for the National Ch- uh, Childhood um, Network convention they called yes. it and we had the wonderful June o'sullivan who was there over speaking again she runs the london early years foundation um but the minister for children was there and i think that's really what we would love to see happening in northern ireland is A yeah, well, minister they, for children who's really driving them. all yeah. of these changes um and that's certainly wonderful and um, to see that so we're excited about our own a bit expansion like that yeah
1: um, and then we're our newest one just announced. Yeah, so yeah. We're in talks with the school in line, uh, mm-hmm. we had met went and met with the board of governors and the principal two weeks ago. Um, so they have come back to us this week to say they would really love us
0: in their new school. Um, we won't really. Oh, isn't we, we, what are we Well, yeah, we can say yeah. certainly. Yeah, it's Coral Integrated Primary School. Okay um and they will be writing out to parents to let us to let parents know and that will be um we will be holding an open night in in september, in september with a view to opening possibly January, January 2020 uh if not it'll be the, the following academic year but it just shows you you know we registration process takes quite a little while yeah. but that school we went to visit was at this time last week probably like a couple ago. of weeks ago, a ago, ago. yeah yeah and I think you will be hard pushed in Ireland to have a setting, anything just quite like it's this just, to up. I was
1: just up and I was up in such an angle. They have built a brand new school and it was just up in such an angle that it was just overlooking the coast road? Is yeah, coast it's road?
0: it's the um the Causeway Coast route, literally oh, just really before so you come cool. into the Antrim Glens on that beautiful road coming out of Lorne and going up towards the Antrim Coast Road it was the, and the it's view. just on the hillside I mean view. the view oh, just, just looking at the sea and all. like you could just like yeah it would be nice to have a house
1: there maybe. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that
0: view would be beautiful we're yeah. very very excited and would really like to thank the Board of Governors there for reaching out to us that yes. so they met us on another um, business platform so it was very nice you know that, that they had read and seen some of the good works we, we were doing and they reached out to us through that um, we have a
1: couple a of thing. others schools yeah.
0: yeah we have a couple of other schools that one talks with at the moment but nothing in concrete and yeah. to be honest I suppose that's what I wanted to talk a little bit about how we do it in Sleepy Hollow you know how we decide when's the right time to open another unit is that right Bruna I mean there's a lot of work involved there and is. we will we will always say we will not take on another unit you know no. while we still have a lot of work ongoing in existing units Um, our most recent unit that we opened Bruna would have been which one I'm trying to think I would Fort Hill. So Fort Hill's been open the full yeah. calendar year now. So we mm-hmm. only opened one last year and that actually was our first kind of branch into the Lisburn yes. district area. Mm-hmm. And that's taken us a, a full year. Not not the school, is certainly absolutely oh fantastic, God, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely dream school to work with. Um, wonderful grounds, wonderful principal, dynamic staff in there. But, you know, people haven't heard of Sleepy Hollow in, 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 in that area yeah. so that's been the one school and we've concentrated all year on that and I suppose that led us into a neighbouring school Cologne uh, that we're opening in September so we're, we're really excited I think we would we looked this morning, we have 34 parents registered already for yes. clothing mm-hmm. and uh, some of those children are actually joining Fort Hill for their um, summer for camp summer this camp. year, so yeah. they're all having fun together just at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also expanding two of our existing facilities this year, so St Bernard's that we've been in for um, maybe 14 years, oh, 14 years, 15 years, and St Therese of Leisure that we've been open for for about five years, yes. both of those units are expanding in September and again you know, we've been in St Bernard's quite a long time and it's taken us, you know, you just know when it's right to kind of write well, we're going to open a sure. second room in yeah. mm-hmm. some of those. And they will be seamless because we have obviously been established for a long period of time. The school knows us. The, the staff who are in there are ready for expansion yes, and, so. and can run two rooms with, with their eyes closed. So certainly we really, really think long and hard. Is this the right time? And there are times we go to schools and we just say, look, at this moment in time it's not, no it's yeah, not the right no. time um and in fact uh fort hill was one of those where we maybe said look let's revisit this next year yeah. so we don't know it could be the same in Lauren when we come to and there on. and it could be yeah absolutely and we so uh, when we say no at one point of view it doesn't mean that we never come back because we'll it, come it's come back great now, to come back. yeah absolutely sure. mm-hmm. um and then dublin of course we've been in talks for quite some time and the reason we've held back in that was we wanted to kick off and be there in the new standards. There'll be no point opening something at Easter when we first talked about it. Um because new standards will be coming in. That'll be something we yeah. to get our heads around. Mm-hmm. So we're going, right, let's take the opportunity, wait for the standards are right and open then. Yeah. So and our Lady Queen of Peace, ironically, we have worked with the principal of this school in another school mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So we kind of she knows how we work, we know how how she works. And those are the things that drive us because Opening four units in a short space of time is no mean feat. Uh, Schools need support, our staff need support, um, and there's a lot of work in the background towards anybody who's in the sector will know registration process does not happen overnight. It's a three-month, at least three-month period by the time you get all of your I's dotted and T's crossed, your manager's shortlisted, interviewed, vetted. Mm -hmm. They have to go to social services for... um, a fit person assessment. They all of our staff go through medicals. We've induction programmes. They go through an induction training programme with us. They do things like a sleepy hollow inspired qualification. So opening a new unit is a it's huge investment in job. time and in money because you're buying mm-hmm. resources for four new units. We bring in everything in that unit that we need from a teaspoon to right to a shed. To shed. <laughs> um so to fridges. Yeah
1: microwaves toasters, you know it's just yeah.
0: Now we are lucky in the past year that our um, new admin offices and our practice has grown in terms of that we have a support network that's oh, yeah. enabled us to do that this year. We've got Bruno, myself and Nicola on the board of directors. We've Dee, who's moved up to become a, from area manager to be a regional manager. So she will be looking after Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Hello, Rachel, who's our new area manager, will look after geographical location within Northern Ireland. We have a new head of admin who we just couldn't do without right, in yeah. terms of being able to grow. So people say, "Gosh, how do you manage it?" It's because we run a very, very tight ship. And uh, one of the things when I was working with a, my business mentor, he talked a lot to me about auditing, and that has really been key to kind of streamlining all yeah. of our operations, auditing with our team. So when we are annually inspected every year, you know, maybe the social workers or the parents don't know that our staff have been audited, our settings have been audited twelve times yes. within that one mm-hmm. year. Um. Period, and that as uh, the our, the managers all meet, and we get feedback to directors every Wednesday. That comes to us every mm-hmm. Wednesday, and then we obviously have a board meeting of directors once a month, where we will go back every single unit's reports. I think that the 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 the, the um, meeting last Wednesday took us possibly about three hours. Yes, three yes. three and a half hours, and again two meals, one female. Oh, sorry. One male, two females, a husband and wife on the team, <laughs> and we've all very different opinions. You know, that's not easy. But when we when we uh, come together, because we've all such different viewpoints, oh, yes, we do. Um, uh, but, you know, that's what expansion takes. It takes that commitment um, from every single person in the team. And we all, we'll never do something unless, despite, you know, if we've talked it out, we've maybe... Had a heated opinion along the way. We try, but it's because we're all so passionate. It's very hard, not it's really
1: hard. And and I think, but the good thing is that we all sort of. I think we sort of all know each other so well, and we sort of really respect each other so much. So, uh, no matter what's been said, that you know, and we might not agree with each other as the answer. There might be heated discussion at times. But we always practice each
0: other's opinions on them. Yeah. Um, and I think the key about expansion is it's, it's, if we it's don't tra- feel it's finding the middle ground it's finding <laughs> the middle ground <laughs> and Perfuna sometimes has to referee in that too and sometimes Nikolai's referee in between Bruna and I but you know and so what forth and so forth and so forth and, <laughs> so forth and so forth but I think it is important that we all have to be on the same page and as directors we need to set the example for our staff to follow and sometimes that's hard when there's, there's three because it yeah. always you know yeah yeah, yeah, you know, yeah it's, it's, it's not and angle, yeah, and we never like to take a majority of decision that doesn't exist in Sleepy Hollow you know it's not two out of three it's absolutely overwhelming it has to As be tell, three yeah, out of three until we, we, we all agree we yeah. will talk
1: it out until we agree end yeah. end and end. if
0: we don't agree it, it's part yeah. and and there's a reason behind that so yeah. look that's a little bit about Sleepy Hollow expansion how we go about it we do have a consultancy service for any schools who were maybe considering doing their own or anybody in the sector who would like to work with the school in their own area we have a consultancy service we are actually probably booked out for the rest of 2019 in that area but we will take bookings Mm -hmm. from early 2020 we only take on one consultancy project a month Uh now yeah Yeah. mm -hmm. because we're you know flat out out and our our, priority is running our own business but again as we talked about in our last episode our corporate social social responsibility is to give back and that's to give back to our sector including other practitioners who want to make a change like ourselves if they're on the same page as us we'll do what we can to come out and help you uh Either expand your setting or or grow and you know there's certainly lots of other really, really good organisations out there in Northern Ireland who are growing at a rapid Mm -hmm. pace. Maybe a shout out to little friends in Banbridge, who have a wonderful model, you know, that they're growing year on year. And Claire can lift the phone to us and And we can can lift the phone to Claire, you you know. And that's the beauty about the sector is we we help each other out and you know the people that we're networking with more and more and more, and Maria and Adventures. Yes. Una and Ash, you know, there's lots of people. I don't want to shout out individual names. Of course, Colette, who came out to the World yeah. Forum with us. There are so many people out there who are doing sterling work. And I suppose we're just using this platform to shout about it. Yeah. And uh, so certainly reach out to us if you're considering expanding, don't know how to, how to go about it. Certainly drop us a little note um, and we we'll be more than happy to have a chat with you. Okay, bye. Bye.